T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And we are here till 11 o'clock, and then uh, Dr. Alessi will be in. He'll give you a second opinion on your health advice. So stick around for that. And uh, I want to thank all you guys for joining us on this Saturday morning. We do have one line open for you, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. And uh, let's get right to your calls. We're going to go to Tom in Harrington next. What's going on, Tom? Good morning, guys. How you doing? Doing okay. How are you? Okay. Hey, I want to ask you a question. It's probably the dumbest question you're going to get asked this month. But, uh, you know, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, and I don't think the government's trying to spy on me, but I'm on an Internet board, and a lot of people there are telling me that the alphabet agencies in the government can turn on the microphone inside my desktop computer um, anytime they want and listen into what's going on here. Now, I do not have wireless anything in the house. Mm-hmm. Um, I got an Ethernet cable connecting the modem to the back of the desktop PC. Yeah. I mean, it, I shut off the microphone in the Chrome browser. Can agencies, you know, governmental agencies, turn on the microphone and spy on people? Huh. Well, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to say maybe. That's what uh, I thought. <laughs> If you think about your even your cell phone and just the things you say in general discussions, and all of a sudden they start showing up in your in your browsing uh, feeds. Uh, Never saw that. Yeah, I have. I've seen. I mean, these are things that are just shouldn't. I didn't search. I didn't do any searches on them through Google or anything like that. But all of a sudden, you know, I think I was doing a search on. Uh, I said something like a purple mattress. It's just like a little foam mattress topper. All yep, of a sudden, yep. it shows up in my browser feed. Now I didn't do any Google searching on it. I just talked. With uh, spoken with that uh, with other folks about it, and it showed up. So, could they turn on your microphone on your computer? Uh, it's probably even easier than your cell phone. Um, they would. I mean, it's illegal, right? They're supposed to have all sorts of wiretapping rules, um, right. and of course, the bad guys can send all sorts of malicious software to your system that would do that if they wanted to. Hmm. So. Uh, the so answer is probably it maybe is possible, but yeah. it's not very likely unless they have some reason to actually do it. Right, have not, as long as you haven't done anything wrong, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, and nowadays, just going outside playing baseball with three people is wrong. 
Yeah. Mm, well, like right? I said to the people on the uh, Internet forum I'm on, I said, if they're going to listen into what's going on here, and I live alone, I said, they're going to have a very boring day because other than the radio and TV, yeah. you know, there's no other voices going on in the house. Yeah, I hear you. I, I, I don't think they're doing that. Of course, you can actually buy uh, things for your laptop that will cover the camera. Like you know, they'll slide little things over your camera because people's uh, video has mm. been ha- have been hacked. So you're yeah. turning on the microphone too is definitely doable. Yeah. Um, well, right I don't technology. have a camera on the uh, computer, but if I did, there'd be a piece of masking tape or duct tape over it. Yep. Yeah. So All I right, guess we're gonna say maybe. Help. All right, Tom. Okay. Have a good day. You too. Bye bye. Bye bye. You know, it's one of those things, right? I mean, nowadays. We just talked about Westport, you know, hovering over your head to see if you're six feet apart. <laughs> uh, sure, the technology exists, right? That's part of the problem. Um, let's go to Mike in North Haven. What's going on, Mike? How you guys doing? Doing okay. How are you, sir? Good, good. A um, couple, uh, well, quick question for you. Um, so, obviously, I'm working from home a little bit more these days yeah. and yeah. trying to... And it's probably going to become a permanent situation. And my laptop's probably about five, six years old. I've, I've upgraded a little bit here and there. It still works fine. But being at home, I was just wondering about uh, picking up a new, like, like um, a desktop unit um, as opposed to a new laptop. Because I could probably go purchase a tablet or something like that and get away with what I need to do, you know, with clients, you know, at the yep. homes and stuff yep. like that. But I just wanted to get your opinions on, I mean, you know, am I going to get more? Is it going to be faster, more processing speed? Um, is it going to is, is more stability? You know, through a desktop unit as opposed to a new laptop, or just some quick thoughts on that? Yeah, uh, the the basic thought is a laptop will not last as long as a desktop. You're going to beat it up, right? You're moving it back and forth. The propensity to drop it um, is higher. Uh, you can get laptops though that will perform just as well as PCs. But you're okay. going to spend a lot of money on them. So if you get a good desktop, um, it'll give you probably six, seven years of, of service. Whereas a laptop, you're you're lucky to get three to four. Okay. Any um, any uh, recommendations on desktops, or, or at least you know some manufacturers, you know, just to avoid? Uh, we wouldn't necessarily tell you what to avoid. We like HP. We're HP resellers here for uh, our business clients. So we sell the business line of, of HP laptops. Um, you could look at their PCs. There are big box stores that sell them. Uh, I wouldn't tell you what to avoid. I tell you, looking at um, an i5 processor, a current generation i5 processor, because you could find even old 7th gen out there, uh, but you're going to miss out on some performance and some quality there. So if you can get 9th gen processing, um, Eight gigs or more of RAM, good solid-state hard drive. You know, if you can get a 512 or a, a terabyte solid-state drive, you'll do really well, and it'll give you many years of uh, of performance. Okay, and then one just quick add-on question to that is with with the upcoming launch of um, 5G, mm-hmm. um, the equipment that's out there now. I mean, does it make sense? Because I know 5G big launch coming supposedly starting you know, Q4 this year into next year. Um, they're all building out the networks. I mean, does it make sense to purchase a new unit now or wait six, seven months, you know, when they're producing them to be more 5G capable? Right. So 5G is the same problem that we talk about when it comes to connecting your computer 
through broadband at home. 5G is great, right? It sounds awesome. But you as the individual user are not going to see a video stream any faster. You're not going to see uh, a database any faster. You're not going to see anything any faster. It's just a real fat connection that you're not going to use. The beauty of 5G is the ability for it to service a lot of people, right? So you can you can benefit by the fact that, you know, if there's a thousand people in a stadium all online trying to look at the same thing at the same time, that's a nice big fat pipe to do that. But you're not going to browse any faster. You're not going to surf any faster. You're not going to watch your video any faster uh, because it only uses X amount of data, right? So if you get a 4K stream, it's only going to deliver that 4K stream over the pipe that it needs, even if your pipe is a mile wide, right? Five, the, 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 the promise of 5G is the beauty of how many devices are going to be interconnected. So your car will be talking to the car behind you so that you don't bang into each other, right? The, the, the light uh, the stoplight is going to say, hey, oh, oh he's, this guy's pulling up. There's nobody else here. I'll let him go. So you're going to have a, a smarter interface with all the devices that we use, but you're not going to have any performance improvements because you can't watch f the video any faster, right? Right. Okay. And, so, and same thing I'm assuming with laptops for connectability, you know, um, over Wi-Fi networks that, again, I may be accessing throughout the day or Right. Each each access point is going to be. They have their own five G networks and four G networks for their protocols. Um, so yes, you get better performance with a five G connection, but but it's poorer on distance. So the two point four gigahertz band is the one that most people will connect to for your laptop. Uh, that's different than cellular five G. Five G stands for five fifth generation. 5G in the Wi Fi world is just a protocol for communicating. It's nice and confusing for everybody. Um, but any newer laptop will have the capability of connecting to a, a higher speed network, if that makes sense. You can you can wait yeah. or not wait. You can always add um, external USB Wi-Fi devices if you ever needed to. Okay, perfect. Okay, well, I appreciate the help. Thanks. Yeah, good luck. Take care. All right, bye-bye. All right, we're going to step out for a quick break. we got three lines open for you guys. Feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. We will be here until 11 o'clock and uh, do our best to take your, your computer comments, questions, and concerns. What are you guys doing um, dealing with this whole COVID mess where you're interfacing with your friends and family? Obviously, Zoom is a way to do it. I kind of gave you the example that we're using that Jackbox TV game with a bunch of folks online through Zoom, and that was kind of interesting experiment. It worked okay. Uh, what are you guys doing out there? Are you guys playing any games? Are you doing playing virtual poker? I don't know. what, it, what What's out there um, to get together online uh, with folks virtually? The new way of, of living for hopefully a short time because <laughs> it's getting to wear on me. I don't know about you. We're going to step out for a quick break. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. My wife had to go out and fend for herself. She had to find some toilet paper. I cannot believe that's still a problem. October 20th, uh, October, April 25th, right? Yeah, it, all the days seem the same. April 25th, you still can't find toilet paper when you need it. She was online last night just you know, looking through her, her Facebook feed. Oh, oh, there's toilet paper at Target. And she goes, hops in the car, runs out there. There wasn't any. So she had to get in line this morning. Fend for herself. It was almost like the old uh, the deals for Christmas, right? What are those deals? And you run out there and try to get the flat screen TVs. <laughs> and they're all gone? Well, they're all gone. But you're all fighting each other to get the toilet paper. I mean, 
can we spare a square? I mean, this is crazy. I, I don't understand what you guys are doing hoarding it all. Just take what you need for your family and call it a day. Why would you hoard it? I, I don't Leave know. some for the next guy. They yeah. might get desperate. Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> well, let's get to your calls. We're going to go to Unionville and Jim. What's going on, Jim? Good morning, guys, and thanks for taking my call. Sure. Um, I'm having a problem with our Wi-Fi and connectivity in the house. Yep. Um, the Wi-Fi uh, router and the modem are probably no more than two years old. Um, I have Xfinity, and uh, I have a good good connection. I've tested it. I mean, I'm getting the speeds that they say I should be getting. Yep. It's just the coverage area. Uh, the house isn't that big. It's it's two stories, but it's you know it's not that big. I, I put the router and and uh, everything on top of an armoire in like the the middle room or or is like our living room. Nice, so perfect spot. Of, yeah, close to the ceiling. And I figured, you know, she's upstairs in her little office and I'm downstairs. But sometimes if we go literally just 15, 20 feet more into the kitchen, you know, the connectivity to, say, a TV or a, an Amazon stick or something, it, it says it's fair and it doesn't look like it's that good. So right. I guess my question is, is, over time, is that possible that the, the signal kind of degrades or, you know, is – is something in, in the works for me, like as a Wi-Fi extender that I could plug in and just take that signal and boost it or a booster or something somehow? Yeah, the first step is to know what signal you're connecting to. So, Right, there are two. Is I it a 5G or a 2.4G we're talking about? And if you haven't lab labeled them separately to know the difference, if you've labeled them the same SSID, your device might be picking up the 5G, which is only going to give you a shorter throw, higher speeds, but a shorter throw. Uh, right. versus the 2.4. So that's I your first thing. I do have them thing. labeled. Yeah, okay. I do. And, and, I, and I do see that. You're absolutely right. I see the 5G is, it, the range is even shorter. So we're basically, ju it's just the two of us home. So we're connecting to the other one. All right. So you're connecting to 2.4, not the 5. Correct. All right. So what is your house built from? So if you're going between a... Uh, a wall that's drywall, it might get through that okay. Yeah. But if it's you got a brick wall somewhere, it's not going to go through that. Yeah, and it's an it's a much older home built in the 1800s, but most of it's been restored. So I'd say 90 percent, 95 percent is just basic drywall with insulation. There's a okay. few rooms that still have uh, the plaster lath, I guess you'd call it. Yeah. Well, it's not going to go through the plaster. Okay. So getting around the corner. It's going to be difficult. So then in that case, there's two options here. You, is the uh, equipment from Xfinity or is it your own? No, I went out and bought uh, my own, a Linksys and a, a, an Aris. Okay. Um, so you're you're not paying for that cost there. That's good. You can get an extender if you wanted to. There are extenders that are out there. Um, I would try to stick with the same brand um, that kind of matches up with your router. It might work better for you. You can also get a hardwired connection where you kind of connect. It's like a, a dongle on one end that connects to the router and goes through your power lines over to another device that converts it back to a Cat5 connection. So it extends the distance through your 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 power uh, cords within your within the within the walls. The that wiring can, in your walls. Yeah, that can work oh, well, well for with you no too. No interference from the actual power. Technically, no. You know, it's not supposed to have any interference. It, it works. Oh, okay. Um, so you can do extenders, or maybe your Linksys device is just not that good in the first place. So uh, I did well, some research, and you'll find different devices will put out different 
radio powers, and maybe you've just got a bad one, right? The radio can die or, or not produce a good a good signal. And uh, let's say the device is like under a hundred dollars or something like that. It might just not be powerful enough. And how you yeah, orient no. the antennas makes a difference too. Right. Yeah. So I did you know, have... When we purchased it, I did purchase a, a higher end one. It was a couple hundred dollars plus a couple years ago. Okay. Um, so it, yeah, I, I mean, I, I tried to, I didn't want to skimp on that because that was one of the big things, you know, we, we go out in the yard and I thought at that time, maybe we'd reach there if I got a better unit. Yep. Uh, but it definitely doesn't. So that's why I was thinking the extenders, and I do see that the companies make them where you just plug them in the wall and yeah. they take the signal you have now and then just kind of rebroadcast it. And right. I haven't heard of what you're talking about over the, the, the wire line where you could actually plug it in, but it, yeah. does that give you better speeds or is it pretty much the same, just a different way to do the same thing? It'll be pretty much the same, just a different way to do it. I would also tell you to update the firmware on your router. There might be an update that need that could improve your performance. Do you know how to do the firmware update? I don't, but I will look into that. I'm writing that down. <laughs> yeah, so you want to log into your IP address of your router, 192.168.1.1 from a browser is probably your your IP address to get to it. And then you want to log in with hopefully you created a password, and you're going to go ahead and do a firmware update. See if it would, Or first check to see if there's a firmware update that update you can do. And then if there is, do it. And while you're in there, configure OpenDNS. Have you done that? Uh, I, that, now you're, now you're talking another language to me. I, I know some of the basic stuff to get me a little bit in trouble, but right. here I would be, yeah, no. We, we have links, our, our, our live links aren't working this morning, but, um, we've had links and we'll put links up there through our Facebook page to talk about how to configure open DNS on your, on your router. If you're going to be in there anyways and doing firmware updates, you may as well configure open DNS, which is going to be a safer way for you and your wife to surf the internet. It's also much faster. Um, so definitely recommend doing it while you're in there. You don't have to, but do the firmware update if it, if it exists. You probably haven't done it. Yeah, I don't. I haven't updated anything. I've just been using it. So yeah, uh, that's probably a good start right there. Yep. All right. Well, I, I appreciate your um, your help, guys, and right. uh, I'll, I'll try to do that and maybe look into an extender. Good luck, Jim. All right. Thank you. Yep. Bye bye. Bye bye. I put up a link for Powerline. You know. Uh, IP over your power line right? so that you can see how that works and uh, maybe put that in your house. The price range is anywhere from like 40 to you know, $100 or more. Yep. I would think power companies, I mean, could be internet providers, just another competitor. I mean, it would be nice to, you know, give CLNP, CLNP Eversource some more money, wouldn't it? But the point, the point is it would be great if they actually had a, another offer to uh, provide us, and that would lower the cost of broadband internet if they uh, were able to broadcast the internet over their power lines because that was something we talked about 15 years ago as being out there and capable of of happening uh, feel free to get online guys 800-966-WTIC 522-WTIC everything we've talked about today has been posted live uh, over to our Facebook page because our live links page is down we did a migration of our website on Friday and there's a few things that didn't come up the way we had hoped to so if you go over to uh, Tab Computer Systems Facebook page the uh, news will be posted there for you live. Also, we're streaming live still. I think it's our fourth stream now. They're all running together <laughs> as far as these days. I don't know what day it is. Um, and if you put a comment in there as far as where you're listening from or even if you have a question or what have you, uh, feel free to put it in there. We are keeping an eye on the comments. And you can, of course, share the stream from WTIC's Facebook page. And then Mark Zuckerberg will go, oh, wow. 
I think we should let other people see this thing. And Mark's got a little dial in his house. You know, he's sitting there in his sweatpants like the rest of us, and he's turning up the dial, right? If you guys share it out or if you put a comment in there, maybe, maybe Mr. Zuckerberg will share it with everybody else. Um, and we talked about some of the things that are out there as far as, you know, COVID cast from Carnegie Mellon. If you want to check out that, it's kind of a neat site where you're looking at information from Facebook, Google, um, where people actually volunteered the information. I did one for Facebook. So my data is in there. And you can actually see by a state, by metro area, by county, you can see seven-day trends. And uh, you know the, the key in this whole thing is going to be data. And the question will be where the good data is and what, what models we're using to make the decisions we're making. Um, so it's going to be an interesting uh, next few weeks. We'll see what happens. We're going to step out for a quick break. Feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC-522-WTIC. This is Computer Talk. We'll be right back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. We're going to be here till 11 o'clock, and then Dr. Alessi will be in with uh, Healthy Rounds. He'll give you a second opinion on your health advice. And let's get right to your calls. We're going to go to our resident groupie, Danny. What's going on, Danny? Hey, hi, guys. I, I talked to you about that uh, Get My Chromebook last week, and I forgot yeah. to ask you, is it secure if it's uh, communicating with the Internet uh, on Wi-Fi, or should, can, you, can Chromebooks hook up with a hard wire? If they have an Ethernet port, they can, but most of them are going to be wireless. Oh, they and are they're just be as secure. Yeah. Oh, okay. And and with those, uh, you always talk about the plastic case or a metal case. Is that the, the situation with those two? You want to get a oh, metal yeah. case? Get a metal case. They're not, they're going to last a lot longer if they have a metal shell. Mm-hmm. And processors are they're all about the same as far as the processors in them. Nope, they're all different, same thing. So i5 processor, 8 to eight gigs of RAM, solid-state drive, all those specs are the same. Mm-hmm, i5, 8 gig. Yeah, 8 gig minimum, and then you're going to have your solid-state drive. Solid-state, okay. Yeah, so uh, you, hey, did you see the video of the Starlink uh, satellites where one uh, orbit of satellites is crisscrossing the other? No. Oh, my God, it's so beautiful. <laughs> The, the shot the, from the lower left-hand side of the screen, you know, one train comes across going toward the upper right, and then from the upper left, another another uh, band comes from the upper left down across the to the nice. lower right, yeah. and they, they, they crisscross as they're going through the sky. That's pretty cool. I did see Elon take down CNN. Oh, yeah? What would he, he do? Well, basically, he was donating um, uh, ventilators. And CNN was acting like the data they weren't. He wasn't doing it, and then mm-hmm. of course he had to show all the thank you posts on his Twitter from all the hospitals where they received the ventilators. So oh, okay. He was, he was so, going back and forth to CNN saying, "Don't you guys do any research?" Yeah. <laughs> all right. And they're going to start uh, private beta testing in three months with the Starlink. Are they? Right. Yeah. And and in six months public beta. I'm trying to get signed up for that because it's. Then just start out in the in the northern latitudes and would would be under the coverage. We would be, yeah, for the for the early testing, because mm-hmm. with the way the orbits loop, there's going to be a concentration even with fewer satellites. 
Mm-hmm. You're probably going to need a device to connect to it. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to get the saucer, the flying saucer. <laughs> Is that what it's called? Well, yeah, that's what they call it. It's an antenna. You just you push it in the yard, and yeah. it's got all, it, it inclinates itself. It's all automated. It's all self-adjusted and everything. So what's and, how big is it? Is it about uh, the size about of a... It's three feet. And it looks like a flying saucer from the old 1950s sci-fi movie. That's what he likes to do with everything. It's his, his rocket looks the same way. What's, yeah. what's up with him and yeah, his... retro. Everything's yeah. retro. All right, guys. Thanks a lot. All right, Danny. Thank you. We're going to go on to uh, Tom in Florida next. What's up, Tom? Yeah, on my laptop, uh, I got icons on the desktop screen. Yeah. And periodically they disappear. And when it first happened, first couple times, I thought, oh, it was a minor foul. wasn't a big deal. Mm-hmm. So I didn't panic over it. Then all of a sudden I had some other things that I used. But when I looked on File Manager and I go to the desktop page in File Manager, they're listed there. But the, the icon is gone. And this is so Windows 10 or on, Windows 7? Windows 10. Hmm. All right. And so, you, got, you know, if I, if I drag and copy it from the from the file manager page to desktop, I get an icon that says copy. If yeah. I want an icon that doesn't say copy, I copy it into a folder that's on a desktop and then move it from the folder onto the desktop and I get it back. But, yeah. you know, it's not a major problem. I just wondering what the heck's going on because one of these days I don't know if I'm going to lose it or not. Are you, are you getting the taskbar? Is that disappearing as well? No. Uh, okay. It looks no, to me like it's your uh, icon cache. You got corrupt oh. cache. Your uh, your icon cache is corrupted, and uh, Microsoft has a way for you to rebuild the icon cache. Or you have a virus uh, that's co- causing the corruption. Uh, so, do you have good antivirus on your computer, Tom? Well, I had open open DNS on it, and that's not an well, antivirus. You're on your break there for the news. I noticed it says today, and I've never seen this before. It says your authorization token is invalid. What does that mean? Well, OpenDNS is not an antivirus program. OpenDNS is a way to surf the Internet more safely, but it's not antivirus. So it's based on you log in as Tom from Florida, right? You then have to run the little IP updater that says here are Tom's preferences, and maybe you have lost the IP updater or the uh, IP has changed, but OpenDNS is not antivirus. So you want to get a good antivirus program like, like WebRoot. Yeah. Well, I, periodically I do run malware bytes, and then I got the Windows Defender, you know, which I know you're not crazy about. But no, that's like the fox guard in the hen house. Um, we can put a link here, though, as far as how you try to rebuild your icon cache. <laughs> okay. <laughs> which I didn't know was a thing until just now. Um, but we'll put a link up as to how to rebuild the icon cache. Now it's not going to be on our computer talk site. It's going to be over on the Facebook page because our computer talk with tab site is not oh, doing the links right. well, but i got a problem and i'm not on facebook i guess i gotta sign up for facebook oh uh, gee i don't want to do that to you tom if you can i mean we're gonna fix it we'll be fixing it uh over this next few days of the week so we'll get it back going but uh you can run a system file checker that's part of my uh microsoft's basics right bob how do you run the system file checker you gotta open a command cha- uh, command prompt and uh run as administrator and uh then you got to uh, type in SFC space forward slash uh, scan now. All right, that's going to change your system files. They'll do those are your system file S as in Sam file yeah. C uh, SFC system file checker. That might cor- correct the corruption that's in your icon yeah. cache. Well, 
I put up a yeah. link that does a better that does a better job. It has a better description. Okay. It says yeah. to uh, navigate to uh, see users, username, app data, local. Mm-hmm. Right click on iconcache.db and click on delete. Click yes to confirm. You can delete your icon cache completely? It says close the window, empty the recycle bin, restart the computer, and it'll rebuild it. It'll rebuild the cache. That'll work, too. That's even easier. Hmm. All right. Okay. Got Maybe some things to try here, Tom. Yeah, I'll get someone to help me. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you, but there's some corruption going on in your cache. Yeah, it doesn't happen that often, but every once in a while it does, and I just wonder what what the deal was with that. Yeah, that's what it seems to be. Do you think if I just don't do anything, I'll ever lose any of them files, or I'll just go to file manager? Would that be okay or not? Man, you're like every guy, you know, whatever. Yeah. If I just ignore it, will it go away? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, that little pain I got in my side here, that go away after time? No, it doesn't go away. Uh, yeah. it, it probably will just get worse. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I, I got some notes here, so when I get somebody in the know, I can tell them what you said. <laughs> All right, sir. Good luck. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks, Tom. Bye. Bye-bye. All right, we're going to step out for a quick break, and we've got uh, Jeff and Ron on the line. A couple lines open for you. Feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. We're going to be here till 11 o'clock, and then Dr. Alessio will come in and give you a second opinion on your health advice with Healthy Rounds. Let's get right to your calls, though. You were nice enough to join us on this very nice uh, Saturday morning. But then again, you guys, nobody has anything else to do. <laughs> so thankfully, you chose us. Uh, let's go to uh, Jeff in Granby. What's going on, Jeff? Hi, Eric. How are you? Doing okay. Um, how are you? Good, good. Um, I'm replacing... Uh a lot of our workstations that have uh, Windows 7 on it, I'm replacing them with new uh, Dell Optiplex computers with Windows 10 Pro. Mm-hmm. And uh, ever since I replaced them, uh, I keep getting a lot of pop-ups, and I think they're all Dell updates. And also I'm getting uh, the firewalls are getting turned on, and, and, it, and it loses connection with the server. Mm-hmm. So is it okay to remove all these Dell uh, apps that are on the computer? Like I've got Dell Command, Dell mm-hmm. Digital Delivery, Dell Support Assist, mm-hmm. uh, Dell Update, Dell Watchdog. Uh, yeah. Is it okay to remove all these things? So it all depends on your point of view. So Tab has been building machines for our business clients for 25 years. And it's because of all the junk that these other mail order companies throw on the systems that we build our own machines. Ours go out nice and clean with just the operating system. However, I, with, without knowing exactly what all those tools are doing for you, you might find yourself less secure by turning them off. What do you think, Bob? Yeah, I don't think you should uninstall them. But these uh, pop-ups you're getting really are not pop-ups. They're notifications. You get notifications from your email. You get notifications from uh, applications that are running. Um, you know, if you're doing instant messages, you'll get a notification for that. If you have Google Chrome, you're going to get notifications for every website that you go to practically and all of the uh, advertising that they have. So in Chrome, you can go in and turn off notifications. But 
you got to go in Windows 10. You got to go and find out where the uh, notifications are coming from and disable them. And then you'll get less of them because it opens up that little notification in the lower right hand side that has the little arrow for you to get away. And I work down in that area, so it comes up and takes focus away, and then irritates me a lot. So, huh. so you can turn them off. So, however, though, again, uh, if you're not sure what kind of tools they they provided you. Um, you might find yourself a little more vulnerable, but it is annoying. I hear you. Um, but, well, do I really need uh, Dell updates and Microsoft? Uh, so yeah, yes and no, right? So Microsoft updates are for the operating system. The Dell updates are for the drivers for the hardware. So Dell's okay. going to say, okay, my video card has got a problem, or my motherboard needs an update, or my my USB port isn't working so well. So they'll apply these fixes. You'll do firmware updates on the hardware, uh, so it's the hardware layer. If you want to manage all that yourself, you can turn it off, which a lot of people do, right? The noise that comes from from these companies is ridiculous sometimes, and sometimes the fix is worse than the than the problem because everything was working fine. Then they do an update, and all of a sudden uh, something doesn't work anymore. So you could turn them off and then uh, make sure you do them on your own at your own intervals. Um, but you do but you need think to the update. Dell updates are important, though. They could be important. Yeah. Um, if they've got a big problem with their hard drive controller, let's say, and you don't update the uh, the driver, then you could have problems. Okay. And and one other thing, Microsoft yeah. OneDrive. Can I mm -hmm. disable that? Do I need yes. that? Yes. You can disable yep. it. Okay. It's, when it's down in your system tray, if you right-click on it, and then you choose Settings. Uh -huh. Over on the right side, there's three tabs that'll come up near the top of this window. Then you uncheck to start it when Windows starts up, and then two other check boxes underneath that. You uncheck that, and then, then you close that. And then you right-click on it again, and it, it'll come up, and there's a little thing that says Close OneDrive. So once you do that, it won't open up anymore when you log in. So... If you have more than one person that uses the same computer, you got to do that for every every one of them. Every user. Okay, you can't just uh, remove it in the uh, uninstall program section. I think you can, but uh, Microsoft likes to build them in, and, and they typically come back when you do an update. So oh, if you turn okay. it off, you might have better luck. Um, I don't blame you for wanting to turn off that. Uh, that cloud drive, I don't, especially yeah. if you've got data that you don't want to have a leak your leak out of your company. Right, and you know Microsoft always they keep trying to turn on the firewalls too on all these workstations too. But can't you uh, stop that from happening? Yeah, um, you can turn the firewall off on the uh, each workstation. That's not a problem. Um, they they shouldn't force it to come back on. It could come back with a warning that you don't have a firewall on, but it's not unusual to not have a firewall running on your individual PC because you have a network yeah. firewall, correct? Right, right. So they shouldn't, Microsoft shouldn't be able to turn them on, just recommend turning them on? They should recommend, they should be recommending you, re recommending it and warning it. Uh, I, I wouldn't put it past them to turn it on. If you reboot uh -huh. and they do an update on this Windows 10, they could easily turn it back on again. Certain updates will turn it back on. Yeah, yeah. it's annoying. But, okay, guys, I uh, appreciate the uh, advice great show thanks good luck you take care yeah you too uh, speaking of you know your data in the cloud uh i had a friend of mine who uh who had some of his pictures put out uh, on the cloud through uh apple 
and uh, he wasn't too happy with the fact that these things were out on the cloud and uh, other folks were having access to it within his family. And, uh, you know, you got to be careful as far as what's out there. When you're connected to the cloud, you need to be sure what you're connecting to it and what's going out there. So for a lot of our aerospace clients, they have to be aware of the fact that OneDrive is sitting on all their individual PCs. So what do you have to do to make sure that the plans for the F-35 don't get out into the cloud and have China hack it to get in? You block OneDrive, right? Um, so, again, it comes back down to knowing that the more connected you are and where you're putting your data uh, is really where you have to pay attention these days. Um, just just doing everything and syncing everything and having it out there just means more potential breaches and leaks. So keep that in mind. Um, let's go to Ron in Waterbury next. What's going on, Ron? Uh, good morning. Morning. Uh, uh, I'm looking to uh, upgrade my cell phone. Okay. And uh, I'm looking at the iPhone 11 Pro and mm -hmm. the Samsung 20s plus I've been told about uh, regarding uh, Apple's iPhone that the technology in the phone uh, is less likely that when you're on the internet or on your using your email that you'll get hacked how how true is that compared to the technology in the Samsung so I was going to bring up a story today about Apple and their email um, systems being hacked um, there they have a pretty big patch that's going on right now where that's occurred and I didn't bring it up in this in this uh, in the news only because it's just a little too uh, a little too granular but well can, the thing is any system can be hacked or can be um, affected both Apple and Android have their issues now Apple's always marketed that they seem to be more secure but the more and more uh, time continues to go on, the more they're found to have their own issues as well. Right. So, so I don't, so, I wouldn't leverage it based on that side of the equation. So, so as I say, believe none of what you hear and only half of what you see. As with everything, right? I mean, you got to be right, a little so, cynical. So that being said, if I decide on the iPhone or uh, uh, even even the Samsung, I, should I? Well, what type of antivirus software should I I put on the, either of these phones? Both of them have access to antivirus. Uh, ESET is what we've been recommending for. I think both uh, would work on both the iPhone and the Android, and I think okay. it's free. Okay, ESET, uh, the letter E and then S-E-T? Yes. Okay, and uh, just uh, ESET.com to get it's an app. It, it's an app. You'll be able to go okay. on to either store, whichever one you choose, and download it. Okay. Um, okay. But again, it don't, for a phone... It's less of a thing than it would be for a for a workstation or a computer. Okay. Uh, but all of them have their vulnerabilities. Sure. And is there anything else I should add on for, for protection other than this ESA app? No, I wouldn't go any, anywhere beyond that. Um, okay. That should be plenty. It's just now a matter of which piece of hardware you're going to choose. And the latest iPhone, from what I've heard, is pretty powerful. And they've oh, lowered yeah. the price a bit, too. Yeah, the iPhone, yeah. Um, now, they had an issue with the batteries. Uh, you, uh, you, you brought it up on your show. Where they oh, were sure. Uh, now, is the battery now in the in the new iPhone, is it uh, changeable? Or I don't know. The, the phone is only as good as the battery that's in there. So once it dies, you need a new phone. I don't know. You have to check on each model. It, it's changed constantly as far as what these companies do. Do you know, Bob, if it's changeable? I don't know. No, he doesn't know either. So check to see if they're replaceable. The bigger issue is space. Okay. Um, yeah, how much? That, that brings me to the, to the next question. On the iPhone, the choice is 64 gigabytes or 256, oh. the price range that, that I want to spend. 
Now, uh, you probably know the SanDisk offers a compatible flash drive yeah. um, for for the iPhone, uh, but the Samsung uh, starts out at uh, 128 gigabytes and expa- mm-hmm. is expandable to 512, I assume, using a memory card. Same idea, yep. Uh, okay, so so if I decide to go with the iPhone, is there any real reason why I should buy more than 64 gigabytes, seeing that? any more storage, any more memory that I need, I could just throw on a flash drive. As long as you're able to do it, right? Because a lot of folks have trouble understanding where to stick their data on the iPhone, and it ends up in the cloud, and then all of a sudden Apple's asking you for more money to store it up there. Oh, well, the cloud, I'm, I have no interest in going on the cloud. That's why I wanted to... Uh, then get the know, bigger I, local storage. Uh, uh, get the bigger get the bigger local storage. Get the oh, 256. So the, that's what I would do. 256, and then yep. if I need more, just supplement it with the flash drive. Yep, if that's possible on that model, yep. Yeah, and uh, how familiar are you with the Samsung uh, and the newer models? I'm uh, not, and we're running out of time, unfortunately, so I'm not going to be able to help oh. you with much more. All right, sir? Uh, okay, that's fine. Yeah, have a good day. You too, Ryan. Good luck. I want to thank all you guys for joining us on this Saturday morning. I want to thank Mike G for posting everything over on Facebook. I want to thank Matt for producing back in the studio back there in Farmington. And uh, we want to thank you for listening here from the uh, Tab Computer Systems Hermetically Sealed studio here in lovely East Hartford. You'll see us next week. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.